this is Brooklyn Mike of TBMSRadio.com. Join me and my great co-host, DJ Scott West, on the Brooklyn Beef Podcast. This will be a series of podcast topics in dealing with the stupidity and disrespect in people, politics, situations, processes, or anything that just really pisses us off. This will be a great podcast series that can be accessed on any of your favorite podcast platforms. So please subscribe to our podcast shows right now on tbmsradio.com and join in on our Facebook group page discussions by liking our Facebook group, The Brooklyn Beef. And welcome to the Brooklyn Beef Podcast. This is Brooklyn Mike here with my co-host, DJ Scott West. Today, we're going to be talking about immigration, the calm before the storm. Good morning, Scott. How are you? I'm doing well, Mike. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So, one of the things that has been a... uh, thorn in my side, and I'm sure in in a lot of people, especially along Texas border, has been the immigration. Really? Yeah, and all those immigrants coming into the United States illegally being given so many, many rights that uh, even citizens don't have. Yeah, well, it's, you know, I've seen a lot of well, I've seen a few news stories on it recently um, and prior to my surgery about with the knee, I would come across people who I know are here illegally because they're driving without licenses. They barely have any identification whatsoever. And I think to myself, why are you even here? And I know why they're here. They're here to try to make a better life for themselves. And I get that. Uh, I understand that. I can appreciate that. But at the same time, look at how many people like your parents came over here the right way. Bird decided to hit the window. Yay. <laughs> Was that what I heard? Yes. <laughs> well, interested in the podcast. It was a, apparently it was an immigrant. The bird was trying to immigrate from outside to inside the house. <laughs> see, that, see what happens? Illegally. But <laughs> see, I have this thing called a wall and a window. Uh, um, but no, it, it, we, see illegal, we see the effects of illegal immigration on the street as far as law enforcement goes. Um, we have, uh, we see... Uh, sometimes in crime statistics in certain cities, especially along the border, just the types of crimes that go up when you have an increase in the number of illegal immigrants. You know, um, one of the one of the things we're facing is a huge problem with possible terrorists coming across the border. We're also having a huge issue with fentanyl and drugs in general, but fentanyl specifically. And the fentanyl itself is coming from China, but it's working its way over to the Mexican border and coming through there. Also, uh, 
from what I read, also weapons. Weapons are coming in as well. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you have the cartels that are sending coyotes over with human human tra- human tra- trafficking, drug trafficking, um, you name it. And it's a problem. And the fact that this administration is literally turning a blind eye. And you'd mentioned earlier that the illegal immigrants have more rights than American citizens. Yeah, they do, because American citizens have to obey American law, the U.S. law. But for some reason, the illegal immigrants don't. You know, it's almost uh, I feel that if I left the country and came back through uh, Mexico, I'd have more rights than I have right now. You might. You at least probably get a couple hundred bucks or a couple thousand bucks from the government. Yeah. Free of charge. You have, you know, you wouldn't have to pay it back. And, you know, this is a sore subject for me because my parents came in legally with my siblings. I was the only one born in the United States. And, uh, you know, they came in legally. They passports. uh, They got checked and this and that. They went through the system. They went through the system. They didn't have the rights that these people have today. It is ridiculous. And, uh, you know, Article 42 has been a big thing in the news lately. Uh, Title 42. Title 42, sorry. Title 42. And I actually looked that up. Uh, Title 42 comes from a 1944 public health law to prevent the spread of communicable disease. It was implemented in March 2020 by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Everybody blames President Trump on instituting it, but... The CDC instituted it, and President Trump basically touted that as the reason for strengthening the stay in Mexico policy that he has had all along, that he had had all along to handle the amount of illegal immigration at the border. And that was the right thing to do. He did that so that he can kind of of put a slowage stoppage well we had covid running rampant in this country and if you're letting in people from another country illegally who are coming from all over the world who have zero paperwork zero medical paperwork zero medical documentation you don't even know what their current health status is well what in the hello how can you how can you contain a pandemic in your own country if there's this open hole in the wall and just people are pouring through and you have no idea what their health status is. And why did he do that? He did that to uh, to protect our country, protect yeah. our citizens and uh, put America first. It's not it's not just putting America first. He did what he as the president is supposed to do and protected his citizens. He right. protected his country. Right. He, That's his job as the president exactly. of the United States. And he did it. And he, he absolutely put America first. He put the citizens of America first. Uh, you know, he did He did what he had to do as a president. I get that. Uh, but he did what he needed to do to protect the citizens of the United States. Right. And um, uh, the way I read what I read on Title 42 was the fact that uh, Sleepy Joe decided he, he, wants a, he wants to pull that back. And he wants to yes. do it uh, next month. 
Well, the, it, it was supposed to expire. He it was supposed to expire soon, and yeah, uh, well, it was supposed to expire this month. And he's trying to pull it back even a month sooner, from what I gathered. And that's been making news because he wants to do it earlier than than the expiration date. All and, right. So here's here's. Uh, Unaccompanied minors who were temporarily exempted from expulsions under Title 42 are now permanently exempt under a CDC order as of April 1st of this year. And then uh, effective May 23rd of this year, that's when Title 42 will end concerning COVID. Mm -hmm. So May 23rd is... And there are already reporters down in South America, right at the border of Mexico and Guatemala that are seeing um, caravans already forming. Right. And they say that what we've seen last year and this year so far is just a warm up for what's on the way. Right. We had 2 million people come in here illegally, illegally last year. Well, it's you know to me this is not a human human error. <laughs> Let's try this again. Okay. Humanitarian. Humanitarian. There you go. My Italians. My Italians. <laughs> yeah, the Italian kicked in. Yeah. It's not a. It's not that humanitarian word. Humanitarian issue. Uh, issue. It's a it's an issue because they want to bring as many people as they can in to sort of uh, the elections is coming up. And uh, wow. How about that? We can now we can change the laws concerning voting. Give these people the right to vote and let's see if I can win again. Well, I don't think that's going to happen. I really don't think that's going to happen now. As far as the problem, here's the problem. While the Democrats can, they accuse Trump of creating a humanitarian crisis at the border by keeping all the illegal immigrants in Mexico, by making everybody stay in Mexico until their court date came up. And those that snuck across were kept at facilities, detention facilities. And they said, oh, those aren't humanitarian. Well, first of all, those facilities were built by Barack Obama. Right. Right. Okay. So the the, the, cages. the Trump administration, the, the, the Border Patrol was just using the facilities that were built under the Obama administration. That's number one. Number two, while there may not be a humanitarian crisis. Well, the, okay, there is. The current policy is creating a humanitarian crisis because the borders are so overwhelmed. People are stuck there under highway overpasses in rivers. And they're just, it's insane. There's no place, no sanitary place for them to stay. No safe place for them to stay. They are vulnerable to all kinds of predators, to all kinds of criminal element, to all kinds of weather sickness. Now that's just along the border. The towns, the American towns, the Mexican towns along the border can't handle the influx of people. The citizens of those towns on both sides are not safe. People are stealing. Property is getting destroyed. Um, the, the towns are literally being overrun. 
Okay, law enforcement is stretched to its absolute limit. Now, if you go back to where these people are coming from in their countries, the humanitarian crisis that's being caused there, all these caravans travel. They walk. They walk through towns. They walk through cities. And we're talking tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of people. And these little towns are not set up to handle those numbers. No. There are no san there aren't enough sanitary places for them to go to the bathroom, to sleep, to, you know, those who are having health issues. There aren't enough doctors. There aren't enough medical facilities. Especially so there's this it's a it's lot it's literally a mobile humanitarian crisis going from point A to point B. Especially the state of Texas has taken a big brunt of that. Oh, th yeah, they're huge because they were all but finished with the last couple miles of that daggone wall. Right. And might I add, we're paying five million dollars a month to the contractors to not build that wall. Yeah. These guys are sitting home. <laughs> yeah. The company is making five million dollars a month because it was in their contract. That's right. Whether the wall gets built or not, $5 million a month. What is it per month to build a wall? It was $5 million a month. There you go. <laughs> Let's spend it frivolously. Why don't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, and, absolutely. And uh, Governor Abbott of Texas did a kind of a neat thing. He had a caravan of buses. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Leaving saw Texas. video of him signing a bill. Yep, he signed a bill to take. Now, mind you, he he didn't want to uh, uh, create a um, a civil rights issue, so he made it voluntarily, and a lot of people took him up on it that he's busing these immigrants, illegal immig immigrants, and sending them to Washington D.C. Yep, right to the U.S. Capitol. So, yeah. He said he, he figured that the president would be uh, better equipped to um, to help them if they were there personally. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they could they could hand. I think his wording was they could could uh, more directly and quickly handle all of the uh, needs of yeah. the immigrants. Once he pushes the problem onto his lap. Now, there, there was also discussions about him sending them to Delaware, where the now, president actually, lives. That was Governor DeSantis. That was Ron DeSantis in Florida. Yep. A couple months ago said, you know what? You can send them here, Washington. We're going to put them on buses and we're going to send them right to Delaware. <laughs> there you go. Right where you live. Right where your so, home is. Yep. When you de decide to take a couple of days off from uh, the White House and you want to go home to Delaware, guess what? Well, he's he spent... 140 something days of this first year of his presidency in Delaware anyway. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's over what? Over a third of his first year in office has been spent in Delaware. He wasn't out of his milk and cookies. Wow. <laughs> wow. So, you know, we're taking some shots and, and rightly so. Uh, the bottom line, and I believe this to be my strong opinion that the bottom line is they're trying to flood the United States with all these immigrants so that they can sway the elections. That's the only reason. It has nothing to do with humanitarian uh, uh, reasons. It's all about uh, how are they going to try to win the election again? I, I, 
I think there's, I think that's a part of the plan. I think there's a bigger picture though. Oh yeah. That the puppet masters, not all of the minions, but the puppet masters have a bigger picture in mind. Oh yeah. I believe um, that too. See, there's, there's a short term. Because this is going on in Canada as well. It's going on in Canada. It's going on in several other countries. Now, Apparently, there are about 143, 150, 140 something, 150 something countries around the globe have signed this compact, this uh, immigration compact about how countries have to accept uh, immigrants from other countries. However, those immigrants have to have certain things with them, according to this compact. Well, it's just being thrown out the door. All these immigrants going from country to country to country don't have what they're supposed to have. They're not holding up their end of the bargain. This is all going back to the new world order under the World Economic Forum mm -hmm. and this whole global reset that we've touched on before. This is all part of that picture. The elites around the globe think they know better they think they can do a better job. We're talking about the likes of Bill Gates, George Soros, these multi, multi billionaires who, because of their sheer wealth, literally will control media in various countries. I mean, Soros has enough money and has done enough that he has literally changed the way countries operate. Right. Um, Look at ours. I mean, look at all the DAs funded by Soros and how it has absolutely impacted the crime rates across the country. It is insane. And then you add the illegal immigration on top of it to compound those problems, especially in California, especially in Texas, Arizona. Um, it's, it's insane. You know, it's funny. Just, just, to read the uh, headlines today. Um, Biden is creating the worst illegal immigrant crisis ever. America's labor shortage is actually an immigrant shortage. This is what the left wants you to believe. Saki dismisses Texas Governor Abbott plan to bus illegal immigrants to U.S. Capitol. Of course she does. Well, she can dismiss it all she wants. A, she's a short timer. She's only going to be there for about another month. Right. She's going over to MSNBC because I think she, I truly feel like she's just she can't tell the lies anymore. She it's when you look at her during a press conference anymore, the reporters are hammering her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're just absolutely hammering her. Um, so. Yeah, one of the guys from Fox. He's uh, he's doing a great uh, job. Steve Ducey. Steve Ducey, one of the the sons of uh, Peter Ducey on yes. Fox News. Uh, uh -huh. Another headline: Appalled Houston Immigrant Rights Group lawyer react to Governor uh, Abbott's reaction to busing. Yeah, well, I'm sure they're appalled. Yep. They're a leftist group, and they don't want you know. They think that oh well. We're, we're, we're do now here's the problem. You have these groups of people that are well-intentioned, but they don't understand there's a much bigger problem. Oh yeah. And by their virtue signaling, by their saying, oh no, we're totally down with this struggle. They're creating an even larger problem. Exactly. Exactly. So I just, it, it boggles the mind sometimes. Yep. 
like, are you so narrow focused on this that you're not seeing the bigger picture and the bigger problems with everything, the totality of the circumstance? Right. So I just, I think that, uh, and, and, you know, our U S citizens, our U S system has, um, they have four types of immigration, uh, citizens, residents, non-immigrants and undocumented. And, you know, I, I remember there was a time not too long ago within the last, uh, two, three years that, uh, they were offended by the term illegal or alien immigrants. Oh yeah. The, uh, department of Homeland security put out a memo last year saying that, uh, no, we're going to change the terminology that we use. They're now undocumented civilians or undocumented people. Right. And, uh, the funny, they're not illegal aliens. They're not illegal. This or illegal that so aliens law enforcement agencies can pull them over or put, pull them aside and, uh, request documents and they're undocumented where the state of New York, even though you were undocumented and if I wanted to go get my license, I needed social security card, so on and so forth. I needed documents. These people in the state of New York were able to go to DMV and get a license without any other documentation or considered to be the, 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 I'll go back to the old term, illegal aliens Mm-hmm. new term undocumented and and obtain a driver's license without any other documentation now in maryland we have something similar however it does state on the license that it is not acceptable for federal identification purposes they can't use their maryland license to get on a plane or a cruise or even amtrak right um they have to use their passport. They have to use their national identification card. Okay, so what happens when but, they get out of the state of Maryland? It, it allows them to drive, and it allows them to drive in all 50 states. Right. And therein lies part of the problem is a lot of these people haven't taken American-based driver education courses. Right. Now, the other part of the problem is we'll have people go get ID cards or learner's permits and they think they can just go off and drive. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many of those I've pulled over the last few weeks before, before my surgery. Um, I was getting about one or two a week now on you, traffic stops. Areas like Maryland, uh, Southern Maryland, uh, the Beltway, if you will. Well, the Washington metropolitan area. Right. You're going to see a lot of immigration there because that's where oh, there's yeah. a lot of construction. There's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of jobs for immigrants that, you know, they the contractors need cheap labor. Yep. And when I lived there, I, I remember. Oh, my gosh. I remember where there would be so many non-speaking, non-English speaking people at the 7-Eleven gas stations just sitting there with their lunchbox waiting for a contractor to come by and say, Hey, you available? I'll take you, 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 and you. 
Oh yeah, the day laborers. Yeah, the, la- the day was, laborers, and that was a big thing years and years ago. And it, to an extent, I, a lot of lo- a lot of uh, municipalities decided to, instead of fighting it, they kind of embraced it. But what they did was they then created centers where the day laborers could go, and they started, you know, trying to do some background checks on the contractors that were coming in to try to protect the workers as well, because some of these poor people were working 10, 12 hours a day and then getting ripped off and barely making any money. But what does that do to our, our uh, employment rate? Since we, we hire these uh, day laborers from the local Seven Eleven. Well, it depends. I mean, it depends on the job. I mean, the part, part of the problem was you're unable to get, someone to work an occasional basis they want that security of 40 hours a week otherwise they're not going to work for you or they don't want you know okay maybe 20 hours this week maybe 15 hours next week maybe 40 hours the week after um it's a multifaceted problem it's not just cut and dried it's not super simple i get that right well however however at the same time, you have guys getting paid $200, 300 a day not being taxed. Right, exactly. And, and they're not being taxed. They're not paying taxes. Right. And, and a, lot, a lot of that money is going back overseas. Exactly. It How goes back money? home. It goes back to their home. Yeah, I mean, how many millions or billions of dollars get sent out of the U.S. back to these other countries, back to the families in other countries? And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not. But there's, there's a better solution out there. No one's been able to find it yet there and it's going to be it's not going to be any one thing. It's going to be a combination of things but we we haven't hit on the right combination yet right part of the problem is our government is so fractured and so disjointed because there are so many people that have been in for so long and they have lost so much touch with reality it's not even funny and what i was like chuck schumer nancy pelosi oh yeah yeah mitch mcconnell right and it's on both sides of the aisle and they what, need to go. And what I was saying before is, you know, when when you have a person who is a citizen, who who has a family, who has uh, um, no food on the table, um, that long term thought process is going to go out the window. He's going to take whatever he can. Absolutely. Even if he becomes an independent uh, subcontractor to a contractor. He's going to say, hey, you know, uh, call me whenever you can. He's going to take that job. So you're literally taking these immigrants are taking jobs away from Americans. I don't know, because there there are some guys who will then turn around as the subcontractor and then go hit the day labor spot and pick up four or five guys and say, "Okay, now I've got four or five guys. Yeah, I can be a great subcontractor because now I have manpower. Right. Right. So so you could actually end up opening up a business yourself doing the same thing and it just compounds the problem does it compound the problem or is it a way around the problem see well 
Some people, some people would say, oh, no, that's just, you know, well, that, we got to go that back is the marketplace reacting to its needs. So, you know what? Forget all the marketplace. Forget the people that are that are hungry, needing jobs and stuff like this. Forget all that. Let's go back to, to point zero. Are they legal or illegal? Therein lies the problem. OK, if they're illegal, they shouldn't be here. Correct. Period. No, I could, couldn't so, agree more. So you know couldn't what? If you start at point zero again, whether your status is legal or illegal or documented or undocumented, that's where you begin to fix the problem. Yep. Not at the tail end when you've created a bigger problem. Exactly. So uh, that's where I think uh, the thought process needs to or the process needs to be fixed. I agree. And uh, and again, for the sh- for the short term uh, gain on politicians, it's all about the votes and how many votes they can get to. You know, to win a, a win an election. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I, I think it also depends on the politician. I think it depends on what state they're from. Uh, there are some senators and representatives from congress people from states like florida texas uh, chip roy out of texas cat kamik out of florida um they are really working hard in congress i see video clips of them all the time trying to get measures passed or trying to introduce amendments to bills that are horrible the amendments will try to at least partially right that ship but they get shot down because they are in the minority there are the the democratic majority is so overwhelming but at the same time they their points are right on the money they are right on the net or just hitting the nail right on the head in that they are they are trying to protect their constituents they are trying to protect america and they are trying to keep our national borders intact and keep us as a free country a constitutional republic now one thing we didn't touch on and those were all excellent points it's by bringing all these people in is what kind of drain does it do to the system oh we uh, all you have to do is look at our current economy yeah and imagine imagine this times three right Look at because the because our gov- the government wants to give these. They're going to be giving all these people that come over next month cell phones. Yep, yep, and and cell phones. And they and and it was said that uh, we gave them cell phones so that we can track them. All the Af- yeah, all the Afghan all the Afghan refugees that came here on those uh, military cargo jets, yep. they were all sent to centers around the country. And I know this because I was talking with a uh, Fairfax County Sheriff's deputy who was part of the uh, security detail for one of the centers for a little bit. Um, they were all given Target, Walmart, other stores, gift cards. They were given cell phones. They were given $1,500 in cash. They were given clothing. They were given medical. There you go. Uh, vouchers vouchers for education. Yeah, they, have they you, were given a ton of stuff. Have you ever received that stuff? No, I've had so, everything I've gotten, I've earned. We should hop. Exactly. So have I. And we should hop on a plane, come in through Mexico and get all these gifts. 
I was thinking about that. I was thinking of changing my last name too, you know? Yep. No, I'm not Scott West. I have no idea who that is. I'm, uh, yeah. Um, Juan Consalves Jimenez. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but, you know, it, 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 it's a serious drain on the state system. It's a serious drain on the federal system. And, you know, well, states like Texas didn't ask for this. They're, no, they didn't. they very much they, against they, it. And, and the federal government said, piss on you. Here you go. Well, here's the part of the problem. I mean, all this, all this money that they're giving to these people, this is not free money. They're just printing the money to give to these people, which in turn is driving up inflation. And who is paying for that? We are. There you go. So we are. Folks, this is a serious issue, and it is a serious issue. The borders are a serious issue, and it all depends on what you do in the future by what you do and who you vote for the next election. So I would say do your homework and vent out those politicians and get rid of the politicians that are creating this mess. Basically, anybody who is for keeping our borders wide open like they are now, they, those people need to be gone out of office, period. Yep. And here, here's, a, here's a kicker. A lot of those border towns in Texas, the mayors were all Democrats. They've, because they've been abandoned by their own party, they said, screw it, I'm becoming a Republican. Yeah. And every single border town, almost to the mayor, in every single one of those border towns has become Republican. And they have vowed that come, come November of this year, they're doing everything within their power to make sure that whoever they put in office last time doesn't get put in office this time. Right. And, and they're hurting their own party. They are hurting oh. their own party big time. Yeah, the, those those in those in Congress in Washington who are continuing this fiasco, absolutely they're they're hurting they're hurting their own party and they are making people say, wait a minute, this isn't the Democratic Party of my parents. This isn't the old JFK Democratic Party. No, it's not. Has it's been hijacked. Right. It's been hijacked by the radical left. And it has become just something of an abomination is what it is exactly it's it, this is a tough su subject humanitarian um reasons i i'm i have a good heart and we all most of us do have a good heart and we would do anything to help people absolutely but not at the cost of hurting ourselves exactly we have yeah I mean, we have we have to vet the people coming into this country. That's why every single country in the world has rules about how right. you come into their country. So my challenge is, why don't the politicians that do this take all the locks off, all the security people, uh, all the walls, tear them down, and allow these people to come into their homes and just see what kind of drain it does on your family? Yeah, and you're, let them camp out in their let them camp out in their backyard. Use right. their bathrooms, right? Use, use the their bathroom. houses. Yeah, you know, like like the gas, the inflation of gas. It's it's double. Oh, it's double of what it was uh, a year ago. Yeah, and, and it's it's gonna get it, it's gonna keep getting worse unless and, we start upping our production. Yeah, and none of these people who created this mess even pumped their own gas. 
No. Well, they all well they all drive Teslas or other electric cars. Or they have a, a security have detail chauffeurs. or chauffeurs or whatever that they don't have to worry about that cost because we pay it as part of their salary. Yep. So exactly. Th- th- they're not anybody that is hurt by any of what they're doing. Just like medical care. The medical care is... Um, you know, they have their set medical care for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. We're the ones that suffer when we have to pay the bill for those medical cares. And I'm one of them because, you know, I had I, I have one medicine that cost I had take two shots a month for uh, cholesterol and it cost eighteen hundred dollars a shot. It's still. Co- yeah, it's thirty six hundred dollars a month. Well, the insurance picks up a large portion of that. That's great. But it cost me, who was, in, who was on limited income, $145 a month. Yep. That's yep. ridiculous. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. And, and, guess, and what member, guess what members of Congress have access to that you and I generally don't unless we happen to know the right kind of doctor? Which Ivermectin. Is? What, what Ivermectin. is it? Ivermectin. Ivermectin. Hydroxychloroquine. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, they, and they refuse to they, give it to members us. Members of Congress have access. To, they they were given that stuff prophylactically as COVID was hitting. Yeah. And that's why only, you know, a couple hundred of them got COVID. And yes, many of them got vaccinated, but a lot of them didn't. And really, did they get vaccinated? Did they really get vaccinated? Or was it water? And, Saline solution? And here's, here's the other thing about that. The VAERS reporting system is now blowing up. Because all of the, I mean, the VAERS system has been blowing up with uh, sideways reactions to the various vaccines for the last year and a half. Yep. For I, We talked about this last podcast, I think, or somewhere. We touched on um, it. Yeah, the, the first three months of the Pfizer vaccine, uh-huh. 1,200 and people, 1,200 and something people died yeah. as a result of the vaccine. Over 125,000, 100 and something thousand people had negative reactions um so oh really yeah it, it's <laughs> just been it's been horrendous and the fact that the fda chose not to convene their governing board their the board they have of medical professionals to debate on whether or not they should make this fourth booster or the second booster, fourth round of shot um, to clear it. They said, oh, no, we don't need a whole medical. We don't need the medical board to convene for this. We'll just, you know, we'll do this administratively and say, yay, verily, the FDA is going to bless the next round of boot. What? Yeah. Excuse me? They're already talking about another variation coming out later this year, you know, around election time. Shocker. Yeah. So it's they're talking about another variation. The government wants money to buy vaccines for an as yet unknown either variation or virus. Right. Well, how do you how do you get a vaccine for a virus that isn't known unless you know what's coming? Because you created it and you're just holding it for the right time. Right, exactly. So I'm sorry. No, I'm, there's a lot of this that's by design, by creation. And again, I'll say it again. 
when the government is pushing something so hard or controlling something so hard or uh, telling you what to do, Mm -hmm. when you are the one that has put them in office, you are their boss. There is something very, very wrong here. That well, they they think that they're your boss, no. and you know Joe Biden is the p- perfect example of this. He when he was at a campaign stop, and this was years and years ago, but he was at a comp- campaign stop, and some worker got in, a hard hat wearing worker. Oh, said, I remember hey, that. What about this and this? And Biden, I don't work for you. Well, as a matter of fact, yeah, you do. You're the president of the United States. If you want my vote, you do work for me. And that was one time when he said, come on, man. And I don't work for you. <laughs> oh, no, he got he actually got angry at the guy and said, I don't work for you. And yeah, like, he wow. was, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. He was nasty. This, this, and we're talking about a man who can't come up with an original thought. He's he's a known plagiarist. I mean, well, he plagiarizes everything he kept saying he was the top of his class in this top of his class in that then it came out that no he wasn't he was near the bottom of his class on a bunch of stuff well there is uh, if you look it up in um uh, on uh, google there is an interview that uh and a newscaster uh that actually said all those things that oh joe biden is in hot water he has to explain all that he's been telling this was years ago that they brought. Oh yeah, him. I mean the fact that Biden has been in office for, or he's been in government for forty-five plus years, I think now. Yeah, look at his record. Oh, it's horrible. And then look at the record of Trump, who who was only a, a politician for one, uh, you know, one term, four years. Yeah, four years. And look at his record compared to Joe Biden's. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, do you really like? Donald Trump, maybe not. Okay, but you can't fault his uh, his policies and the way he ran this country. No, and we it, didn't. It's, this wasn't a popularity vote. This was a who is going to do the better job as president of the United States. Yep. And his, we kind of went a little bit off topic, but his policy in immigration was right on. He knew what the hell he was doing. You know, if we don't, if we were building a wall, then all of those people that were against it, like Pelosi and stuff like that, and Obama, you know, why don't you take your walls down around your home? Exactly. You know, if you were so against the the walls being, you know, in the border of the United States, then take down the walls of the border of your property. What's wrong with that? Exactly. So... So here's, I don't know if G. Michael Hopf is the actual creator of this quote. He is credited with it. Um, But I think that this quote just absolutely describes where we are right now. Um, Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. Hmm. And honestly, I want to say that our grandparents, our parents lived through those hard times. They created great people. Um, the, the World War II veterans, the Vietnam vets, 
Um, strong men create good times. All those veterans came through and created all these companies, right? These really big companies, but a lot of really good companies. Right. Um, and as America was riding this technological wave, we were first out there in medical. We were first out there in technology, science, um, creativity, computers. I mean, look at Hewlett Packard, look at IBM, look at Apple, look at, uh, Dell. Okay. All American companies. Right. We used to be right. Used to be, um, they created the good times. People got comfortable. They didn't have to scrap to just to survive. They didn't have to claw their way up. They, there were good jobs. There were jobs, even lower end jobs that had decent starting salaries. Their salaries was in, was in sync with, you know, things that you had to purchase for life. You exactly. Know? Now, today, exactly. we're so out of, you know, all out of uh, whack that, uh, you know, it's like the, the big fat kid on the seesaw. Absolutely. And it's funny because Joe Biden keeps saying, oh, well, under me, we, you know, people have seen pay raises. Oh, that's great. Yeah. But a 5% pay increase gets swallowed up by 40% inflation or 20% inflation like that. Right. Right. And people, people can barely go paycheck to paycheck anymore. And with the cost of gas spiraling out of control, are you kidding me? I'm going to give you an example. I don't know what the price of gas is in Damascus today, but a week ago it was three sixty-five, three seventy-five a gallon. Came down a tad this week. Okay, so that's here in Damascus, Maryland, in Manassas, Virginia, where Janice is, four nineteen a gallon. Yeah, at most of the gas stations there. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Now, it's, I'm glad I don't live in California where it's 7 or $8 a gallon. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? Yep. So I'm just thinking, wow. And, you know, it's yeah. funny because New York um, was always much higher than Virginia and Maryland. And yeah. now we're almost the same, you know, about four nineteen a gallon. And, wow. uh, you know, but then you got you go down the city and you're looking at $6 a gallon. Yeah, and you know all these places that are reliant on travelers—they're going to be screaming this summer because no one's going anywhere. Right. They're taking short trips instead of the long driving trip. Right. Well, so and and look at the look at the uh, the impact on on airlines, their fuel, the impact on cruise ships, their fuel. So, oh yeah. Guess what, folks? The the uh, uh, the price and the inflation keeps getting passed on to guess who you, the That's consumer, right. the consumer, and 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 then you don't have a job, you're unemployed, and you have some illegal alien, illegal immigrant, undocumented, whatever you want to call them, um, possibly taking that job away from you. So we got and a big the, and here's here's the other thing. And I just, this is, this is going to be my, my final thought on our topic. Um, the illegal immigration problem that is being propagated by our current administration. I realize it's all by design on their part, or at least on the part of the puppet masters that are in control of them. 
but if you bring in tons of people and you're not going to give them but so much, are you really being more humanitarian than the previous administration or are you technically worse, less humanitarian than the previous administration? Right. Because you're, you're trying to lure all those people here with a promise quote of better things, but then they get here, their living conditions are going to be horrible the living the the property values that they move to are going to plummet the people that are are from here that were from here will sell they will leave property values will go down even further and it will start this vicious cycle downward and who's being helped by that right We don't have we don't have the resources here for what we currently have in our country, or at least we choose not to provide those resources. So by adding another couple million folks illegally, that's that's the answer to our problem. I'm sorry, I, I don't agree with that. I, I shut the daggone, and I've been saying this for years. It's my own personal opinion. Shut the border, lock that sucker up tight. Let's get as many illegal folks out of the country as we can, put them back on the other side of the border. Yep. Um, let in the few people you need for technology, for medical, for whatever. Okay. People who are coming through the proper way. Yeah. Keep that pipeline open. That's fine. What, whatever. And but let's, let's just lock down our borders for six months, six months, lock down our borders clear out what we can let's take care of our veterans our homeless let's get them let's try to get this street level drug issue maybe not under control but at least manageable handled right. and for god's sake let's start paying attention to the mental health crisis in this country if you want to put money somewhere put it into mental health resources right. for for goodness sake, please. Right. Because that is such a large contributing factor to so many other things, to homelessness, to drug addiction, drug abuse. So let's get that. Let's, let's start trying to get a handle on that. Correct. Scott, you said it, uh, you said it eloquently and it was very good that that summed it all up. Um, and, um, one of the things that we didn't mention also, and we kind of touched on it, was um, um, as these illegal aliens are coming in, it's the ones that, you know, not vetting them, the ones that are committing the crimes on our people, the, uh, the rapists, the yep. murderers. Um, and a lot of these countries are trying to uh, uh, make their system better by releasing the prisoners in jail. Yeah, they're sending us their criminals. They're sending us their criminals, kind of like what they did in uh, the Carter years with uh, with the uh, the people from um, Cuba. Mm -hmm. That's how we ended up with such crime in Miami, because they most of them landed in Miami, and look what it did to that to that beautiful city at one point. Yeah, you know, 
Um, and and going back to uh, what you said also is uh, I want to throw this out. There's a, a, a self help line for mental health treatment. It's a hotline, twenty four seven. That number is eight seven seven nine nine five fifty two forty seven. Again, eight seven seven nine nine five fifty two forty seven for mental health. Uh, if you're having a crisis, uh, you know, by all means, uh, call that number. Give that number one last time. That number is eight seven seven nine nine five fifty two forty seven. Thank you. Um, so you know we have issues, and I'm going to give. Uh, I think you pretty much did your final thought on on that whole yeah. thing. Uh, my final thought is uh, it, it all boils down to each and every citizen. Do what you need to do at the election to prevent this kind of issues from continuing or getting worse. It is pretty bad right now. Uh, going back to go back to the preliminary. Are you illegal or legal? And those people that are allowing the borders to be open and allowing all of these immigrants to come in and flood our country. You got to take those people out. You got to stop yeah they've got to be out of office they got to be out of office yeah so um uh that's pretty much my final thought and uh uh i hope that uh you've enjoyed this podcast uh go to our website at tbmsradio.com or go to any of your uh your podcast platforms and uh check out our other podcasts scott thank you so much for being part of this and uh love you man Love you too, my friend. Uh, it is my pleasure. Thank you for letting me be a part of it. I look forward to getting together for our next podcast soon. Absolutely. And uh, check out our uh, schedules on our website at tbmsradio.com. Thank That's you, right. Live shows, live shows three days a week, Wednesday night, Friday night, and Sunday morning. And that's all for your entertainment here on tbmsradio.com. Thank you for listening to the Brooklyn Beef Podcast. This is Brooklyn Mike, and thank you to my co-host, DJ Scott West. For more information about our podcast, please go to tbmsradio.com or go to any of your favorite podcast platform and check out the Brooklyn Beef.